It's time for South Dakota's Sports Talk Show. This is the Nate Brown Show, featuring live callers, live interviews, and thought-provoking sports talk. From the biggest national names to the hottest local stories, welcome to the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Here's your host, Nate Brown. All right, welcome in on a Thursday. Good afternoon. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. Here we are. You're back on South Dakota Sports Talk Show. Glad you're a part of it. Thanks for checking in with us. The Nate Brown Show is live, 106.7 FM, 1150 AM. Stream us there, foxsportsrapidcity.com. A couple ways you can watch the show on Twitter. Bring us up right now, at Nate Brown Show. If you have a Twitter X account, follow the show, at Nate Brown Show, and watch us live there. Also on YouTube, everybody can get there, The Nate Brown Show. Subscribe to the channel. If you don't, you got the live show there, 4 to 6. We're off and running. It is Thursday. It's the return in 2024 of Happy Hour with Rob Kagron's coming up. Guest host Rob Kagron back in on a Thursday night in the 5 o'clock hour. We'll run through a lot of good stuff, make our South Dakota State Montana pick. Okay, I've got my pick. Jackrabbits Grizz Sunday at noon. South Dakota State on the betting markets, 13 and a half point favorites. The Jacks are 13-and-a-half-point favorites over Montana. We've got our picks. We'll get into the NFL Week 18, make uh, some picks there as well. So a lot to cover on a Thursday. Let's get after it. The Nate Brown Show brought to you in part by Black Hills Urgent Care. I know there's stuff going around, believe me. Get into Black Hills Urgent Care to get better quicker. Great staff, great physicians, proudly owned by physicians. Black Hills Urgent Care is local. They're at Haynes Avenue and Mountain View Road. Also online, bhucare.com. Check in before you go. You can do that easily, and then you don't have to wait in the lobby. bhucare.com with the letter U. Black Hills Urgent Care, open seven days a week. The faster way to get better. Okay, Thursday lineup. Let's look at it, and then we'll get to it. James Merlat's going to join us for the first time. We've, we haven't had James on. He's with 104.3 The Fan, Denver, denversports.com. James Merlat has a, what do you say, a hot take on the Broncos situation right now with Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, and the drama moving forward. James Merlat checking in, denversports.com, 104.3 The Fan, live from Denver. We'll go to Frisco, Texas tonight. Live report with Sam Herter, FCS National Analyst, covering the Grizz Jacks Sunday, Herosports.com, FCS Analyst. Sam Herter is live from Frisco, straight ahead. And then out to Sioux Falls, we will get to Craig Maddock makes his 2024 debut. See how we do this? Fresh and new with the East River meets West River segment. Craig Maddox, Sioux Falls, here on Fox Sports Rapid City. SDPB Sports longtime broadcaster Craig's going to check in. And then, 5 o'clock hour, we're ready to run through it. And uh, rapid fire with Rob Kegron in the happy hour presented by the Skybox. 5 o'clock hour going to be packed, so let's get after it. 720-1067 is our number. Join the program and the conversation there. 720-1067. Check in with us also on the Barons Wilson text line. Text the show directly. 720-1067. The Barons Wilson listener text line for you. That's all set. Okay. So, so this is a real thing now, and, and I'm going to get into it today. We've, we've hit on a lot of stuff the last couple of days. I'm going to get into this moving forward. You can't just say stuff. Um, I, I hear this a lot. Well, they'll figure it out. That's why they get paid the big bucks. They'll figure it out. This is, 
they're smarter than you. And, and I hear this all the time, and I'm talking about NFL. I'm talking about the coaches, the front office. These guys know it. And, you know, the, the ding-dongs, the Tom Dinglenuts of the world, they don't know anything. And just let the smart people figure it out. I understand. I understand. There are very smart people. I get it. Being an NFL head coach is a tough gig to get. 32 of them in the world. I, I get it. But eventually, you've got to answer the question, what are you going to do at the number one position in sports? The number one position in sports is QB, NFL specifically. And you can't just, well, we'll take a flyer on Michael Penix Jr. There's teams that take flyers. And that doesn't work out, you know, about eight times out of ten, literally. You, you take a flyer. Well, you know, we, we thought he'd be pretty good, Paxton Lynch. <laughs> we thought he'd be pretty good, Brock Osweiler. Yeah, he was for a while, kind of. We thought he'd be pretty good, Christian Ponder, Vikings. Well, we thought he'd be the man, Teddy Bridgewater, and things go awry. You can't just say, well, we're going to take a shot here. Drew Locke. Yes, I, that's the next guy. We, we found him, and nobody else thought of it. We're the smartest guys in the room in Denver, and Drew Locke's the guy. And we just keep on going through over and over and over. So why I say this today, whether it's the Broncos or the Vikings or the Bears, I'm bringing this up today because people just automatically say, well, they're going to figure it out. They're smart, and they break down the whole thing, and they understand who's going to be good. They're gonna, they, they know who's going to be a flop, and you just have to trust the process. So you have to know that Sean Payton's the smartest guy in the NFL, and he's going to figure it out for Denver. And then you have to trust that the Chicago Bears are going to – well, you got to take Caleb Williams because Justin Fields just hasn't shown you enough. So, so they're going to take Caleb Williams, right? That's the smart play. And then the Vikings, what are you guys going to do? And I bring this all together today. I bring it all together because I'm here to tell you, these guys want to tell you they know exactly. They want to say they know exactly. And if they did, we wouldn't have all the stories and all the players that I just mentioned a minute ago that aren't being factors, that aren't playing, and the whole thing. And these are the smartest folks that break it all down, and they, they rely on their scouting and the analytics and the whole thing, right? They watch every single thing. The fact of the matter is, when you have somebody that has shown you they can play, the point of the whole deal is you've got to be in with the players that can play. And so the Vikings are in this spot now. I've got, I've got three teams I'm starting the show with today. What would you guys do with Kirk Cousins? So, and so I'm going to start there, and then I'm going to get to my question of the day. And it's really, I want your pick, Okay. We want to show how smart we are today on Fox Sports Rapid City. I want your pick for what you would do. Not what Sean Payton's going to do. Not what the Bears are going to do. 
I want your pick of what you would do out of all of these players. Who would be your pick if you had this open-ended opportunity to take one of these QBs? Okay? So I'm going to ask first on the Vikings. First on the Vikings, what would you do if you have the Kirk Cousins situation staring at you in the face right now? Because guess what? It is. We're all going to get through this final week of the regular season, and then you're going to hit hot and heavy. You're going to get hot and heavy on the Kirk Cousins discussion. What do you do with Kirk? You have to decide. It's not one of those things, well, yeah, you just got to get rid of him. And I can hear people say that. I can hear people say that to me a lot. Kirk's time is, you know what the line is, it's just done. Kirk's time in Minnesota, it's, it's just over. So are you guys willing to take that chance at number 12 in the draft? Are you willing to take the chance on maybe a Michael Penix Jr.? Maybe. Because it sounds like the top three quarterbacks are going to go off the board pretty quickly. And what I mean by that, Caleb Williams... Drake May out of North Carolina, and then Jaden Daniels out of LSU, who's kind of getting a lot of attention lately. Okay, I wasn't sure Daniels would be in that mix. The quote-unquote NFL draft experts say Daniels at LSU is also going to be in there in the top three quarterbacks, and those three are going to go flying. Then it's going to be the second-tier guys. So as a Minnesota Vikings fan, are you that all off of Kirk Cousins that you're willing to go Michael Penix Jr. out of Washington, he looks so good right now, and it's, it's, the, it's the popular guy. You're going to bail on Kirk, and, and you could say, we're bailing on Kirk because we don't need to pay that much money, and let's just take the risk. So I've got this question for you, okay? I got the question, because I actually have the answer. <laughs> for, for, once in, for once, I have the answer to the question of the day. I always ask you guys the question of the day, and then you sound off, and you send me your answers, and we shoot it around a little bit. I have the answer to my question of the day today, and I think it's clear, and you're going to be surprised by this. So out of all these quarterbacks, I'm just I'm going through. Kirk Cousins, what do you do? Justin Fields, what do you do? Caleb Williams, that's the number one pick they say. Is that a sure thing? What do you do? And then my guy, Russell Wilson. It's going to cost you an arm and a leg to not have him on the team. So what do you do? My question of the day is, which QB would you roll with in 2024? I just gave you four. And I'm going to throw those in there because they're all, they're all going to be, I think, available. I think. These are four guys that are... Well, they're on a team, but they, it's iffy. Kirk Cousins' status with the Vikes, iffy. Russell Wilson, really iffy with the Broncos. Justin Fields, who knows with the Bears. Caleb Williams, number one pick, maybe. So who do you pick? You're the general manager today. Who do you roll with in 2024? Out of those four, I'm talking who would you want on your team? I have my answer. What do you say? 720-1067. Um... Let's see here. Which QB would you roll with in 2024? Nate Brown show question of the day as we start this Thursday. 
Kirk Cousins, Justin Fields, Michael Penix Jr. I'll throw him in there. I'll throw Michael Penix Jr. in there because people, let's do a couple of guys that can get drafted. Let's do a couple of guys that are already in the league and in up in the air about where they're going to be. And who really wants them? Kirk Cousins and Justin Fields. Who wants them to pay that money? And then a couple of guys that are going to get drafted. Caleb Williams or Michael Penix Jr. Okay? Let's 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 roll with that. My guy Russ, I'll leave him out of this. I'll, <laughs> I'll leave him out of the poll results. I'll leave him out of your vote totals because I have a feeling even you guys out there I don't think very many of you would take Russell Wilson. You you just don't agree with me on that. I was fine with Russ in Denver. I was fine with him. Sean Payton's not, so it, it's out the window. Russell Wilson's a guy that's going to go somewhere and start. He'll start somewhere, and uh, we'll see where it, where it goes from there. But I'm going to leave Russ out of this thing on the vote, okay? Who would you actually roll with in 2024? Caleb Williams, Justin Fields, Kirk Cousins or Michael Penix Jr. Because those four could be all tied together. Will Caleb Williams replace Justin Fields in Chicago? Will Michael Penix Jr. somehow at the number 12 spot, will he replace Kirk Cousins? And I want to make sure that we mark this uh, on this date, January 4th, to go back to see who wins this vote. And if you Vikings fans are happy with moving on from Kirk, and if the Bears fans are happy with moving on from Justin Fields. So I have my answer to this. And it's going to surprise you because I'm the vice president of the Kirk Cousins fan club, right? You guys know this. There is one answer to this, and I'm going to go from an NFL guy. I had a former NFL player on last night. And he woke me up. I had him on the show last night. If you didn't listen to the second hour, Mike Wall. Former Green Bay Packer. He breaks down film. Really good stuff. He develops athletes from high school to college to the pros. Works with athletes. And so Mike Wall gets it. He gets his stuff. And I'm going to go with what Mike Wall told me last night. This is one where I was hot and heavy on this guy coming out of the draft. I wanted my team to pick him. I thought we missed. And it turns out I think we still have. I don't know if we can get him, but the number one guy I'm going with in 2024, my QB choice, and I think the Bears are going to screw it up, I'm going with Justin Fields. Mike Wall told me, you look at his ability, his athleticism, he can get in the right system in the right place, and that guy can play. He's, he's saying, well, just look at how he is. He's, he's a Michael Vick Stronger, bigger, faster. He's a Michael Vick 2024 version. And so I look at this thing and I say, I hate to tell you, Caleb Williams not going to be a sure thing. You're going to go with Caleb Williams to, to replace Justin Fields in Chicago? It's the same story I'm talking about with the Vikes right now. You're going to go, you're going to risk Michael Penix Jr., which we, we just don't know. To replace Kirk Cousins, I get the money difference. There is a money difference. I understand that. But if I'm picking, I'm going with Justin Fields. I wish the Broncos would have taken him right out of the draft last time. He was waiting for him right there, and we missed again. We went with a defensive player just like the days of Josh Allen. The Broncos have been in quarterback purgatory because they didn't take Josh Allen. They didn't take Justin Fields. And now people are quick to dismiss 
Now, Justin Fields just doesn't have it. I see all these uh, uh, guys that break down things on Twitter. They, they break down, they, they, they give me all these stats, EPA and, and percentages and, and that, and they say Justin Fields just doesn't, he's not the guy. When's the last time Chicago was even rolling as an offense? I mean, have the Bears had an offense for how long? I mean, these guys haven't had anything anyway. I mean, nothing. Give me Justin Fields all day today. That's my choice. What's yours? Uh, let's break down the poll. Nate Brown Show question of the day, 720-1067. Listener text coming in. Um, I like what this guy's thinking. I like what he's thinking. Listener text. Nate, your Broncos need to go after Justin Fields. Or maybe they should call the Packers and see how much they love Jordan Love. Well, the Packers aren't going to get rid of Jordan Love. He's in now. Oh, the Packers are in good shape with Jordan Love, but I'm with you on Justin Fields. I don't know if the Broncos will go down that road, but is Sean Payton, do I need to uh, trust, you know, Lord Payton? I, I used to call it Lord Elway with John Elway running the show. I understand. Now it's turned into Lord Payton. In Sean, we trust. You know, I better, I better start getting uh, in line with, with Sean Payton. Here's the vote. Well, this is interesting. So a lot of Vikings fans chiming in in the question of the day. Which quarterback would you actually roll with in 2024? I'm a little surprised by it. 40% vote Kirk Cousins. 29%. Second in line, 29% Michael Penix Jr. Well, he had a heck of a game Monday night. <laughs> Let's take him. I think he might be fine. I don't know. He looks like he can sling it. I don't really, I'm not going to tell you whether Michael Penix Jr. is going to be the man, um, but 40% vote Kirk Cousins would be your quarterback out of these four in 2024. 29% Michael Penix Jr., 24% Justin Fields, and a paltry 7% would take Caleb Williams. What does that tell us? 7% of you on the uh, Nate Brown Show vote going with the, I think, the number one pick? In Caleb Williams out of USC. And the Bears are, I think, going to be willing to unload Justin Fields and pick up Caleb Williams. But uh, 7% of my audience says, yeah, I'd go with the number one pick, Caleb Williams. What's, what if that's your team? My point of this uh, scenario is they're going to, again, they think they have a plan. And I'm not sure the Vikings do. I'm not sure Sean Payton does. Really, I mean, they're going to say, oh, yeah, we, we wouldn't get rid of Russell Wilson if we didn't have a plan. We wouldn't get rid of Kirk Cousins if we didn't have a plan. But you may think you have a plan until the Michael Penix Jr. plan goes awry. You may think you have that plan. And then you're looking at it from the Broncos' standpoint going, how do you even get another guy when you're paying a quarterback already $40 million, and he's not even going to play with you. I mean, it is a, uh, it's a potential disaster. Okay, let me get to this, because I want to I jump in on this really quick, okay? Big story out. This is in the world of media. Now, you, you would say, I don't really care about this stuff. I like the sports business side, so I'm going to update you on this and kind of give you the big picture, I think. The NCAA just announced with ESPN they're going to ramp up their media rights deal big time. So the NCAA and ESPN, this is for a lot of the NCAA championships. 
women's basketball, volleyball, softball, baseball, and the FCS championship like we're going to have Sunday. So these are the championships. Um, it's 40 championships over the next eight years. The NCAA and ESPN reached a deal today just over $115 million a year. $115 million a year. The current deal they're in with the NCAA, ESPN, $40 million a year. So I'm looking at it saying, where is this um, live sports media deal going to burst? Remember, people said, I don't know about the TV side. It's They, they might struggle. They, there's going to be streaming, and, and it's going to be sparsed out, and this is going to be a thing. It, the, the bubble might burst. The NCAA just signed a new deal, went from $40 million a year for their uh, championship rights. This isn't March Madness, okay? So, so don't, don't get twisted on that. That's a massive deal, CBS Turner. This is just women's volleyball, women's basketball, gymnastics, softball, baseball. The list goes on, okay? $115 million a year from $40 million a year. A massive jump. And it tells me the live sports coverage is still a massive ticket. And yes, I think that's a great thing. Why? We're also in the live sports um, avenue. But I take a step back here and I say, if ESPN's doing this deal with the NCAA, raising that much money, raising it from $40 million to $115 million, what are they saying about sports in the world of media and TV and coverage. They're saying that is the number one ticket. Yet I take a step back here in South Dakota and I say, who in South Dakota is going down that road, going all in on covering live sports? Really, there's only a few folks. I'm telling you, Midco Sports back in Sioux Falls is still doing it. And they're invested in it. I appreciate that. Midco Sports is providing coverage of heavy college, SDSU, USD, some high school. And then just from my vantage point, I look around here and I go, there used to be six radio stations covering uh, basketball and football games. And now it's like, where are these guys going? Where, do they, where, where did this go? Newspapers covering stuff all the time back in the day. And now I look out in Sioux Falls, you don't even have any radio stations consistently covering live sports out there. I mean, I'm looking at the high school sports scene going, how could it be that the national landscape, they're, they're all in. Live sports is the ticket. I believe it is. And in Sioux Falls, for example, they've trimmed back the Argus Leader Sports Department to one person, and they've trimmed back any play-by-play coverage of high school games to maybe, I don't know, once every week uh, or a couple of weeks. There used to be four stations back in Sioux Falls doing the same thing. Where's the disconnect? Because I still believe live sports is front and center. Craig Maddox is a guy that's been covering it a long time. What's his read on it? Going from heavy, heavy coverage in South Dakota sports to now there's, I think, just a, a few of us left, honestly. Craig Maddox in next from SDPB Sports. His thoughts on the way. Live callers, big-time interviews, and breaking sports news. This is the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City.
Save big money on Clearview Cabinetry. Clearview Cabinetry starts as a kitchen built for now and grows with you as life changes. It's flexible by design with full access cabinet construction. So you can go from doors to drawers for storage that works when you need it. Explore Clearview's cabinet options in store and on Menards.com and save big money today. Big buys, big savings. Check out more of our great deals going on now at Menards. Save big money at Menards. Attention volleyball players and parents, it's time to dig, set, and spike your way to the top with the Watiki Spiketacular Volleyball Tournament at the Box. Join us January 26th through 28th for an action-packed 6v6 youth tournament. With girls' divisions from 11 to 14, there's a spot for players of all skill levels. So gather your crew and get ready to serve up a weekend of big-time fun at the Box Elder Event Center. Register your team at the Box.Live. From gatherings to games, think in Inside the box. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Cloudy and foggy early tonight with a low of 24. Westerly winds around 5 miles per hour. Overcast again tomorrow, chance of snow. High of 41, chance of snow tomorrow night. Lows dip down to about 23. Cloudy skies expected. A dusting of snow tomorrow through tomorrow night. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently 23. For 84 years, Pomp's Tire Service has been providing best-in-class service and value. We have grown to over 200 locations and are one of a few service providers that buy tires manufacturer direct. We are proud to pass those savings on to you, our customers. We buy more, you save more. Great deals on tires from Bridgestone, Firestone, Goodyear, Michelin, BF Goodrich, Hankook, and more. Pomp's, the tire and service professionals. Family-owned since 1939. We know tires and service. You should know Pomp's. Visit Pomp'sTire.com. First Gold Gaming Resort has always been Deadwood's undisputed leader in casino giveaways. With $8,600 in hot seat promo play drawings happening every Friday through Sunday. On Saturday nights, it's the Lucky Sevens giveaway. With $1,000 cash drawings at the top of every hour from 5 till 11 p.m. And on Saturday, January 27th, it's the one and only $18,000 Golden Cash Blast. Get all the contest details at firstgold.com. First Gold Gaming Resort. It's where Deadwood begins and the winning never ends. In the past, if you needed auto body repair, you had to get multiple estimates and then try to get your car into a shop for repair. Well, not anymore. In most cases, you can stop by one shop, get your estimate, and schedule your car for a repair. The question now becomes which shop you choose. If you like quality, choose J&J Truck and Auto Body. They have ASE, PPG, and Gold iCar certifications that allow them to offer you a nationwide warranty. And they'll work with your insurance company so you're pleased with the outcome. J&J Truck and Auto Body, 1513 East Philadelphia. We all know life's busy, and if you get sick, you can get behind pretty quick. That's where Black Hills Urgent Care comes in. No appointments needed, no long waits, just fast, affordable care to get you feeling better quicker. Black Hills Urgent Care has two locations in Rapid City on Haynes Avenue and Mountain View Road. You can simply check in online at bhucare.com. That's with the letter U, bhucare.com. When you need care, see the team at Black Hills Urgent Care, the faster way to get better. Hi, it's Colin Coward. Great to be in the Black Hills. Getting heard weekdays, 10 to 1 on 106.7 FM and 11.50 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. All right, welcome.
Welcome back in on a Thursday. The Nate Brown Show off and running. Hey, Thursday, we have Rob Tegron coming in the 5 o'clock hour. Hang on, Rob's in guest host tonight. Happy hour with Rob Tegron on a Thursday on the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Question of the day. You get to be the GM, okay? I know they're the smart guys, and we're just trying to follow their lead. Sean Payton's the smartest guy in the world, I think. Did you know that? <laughs> um, who would you roll with at quarterback in 2024? I got four guys. They're going to be tied together. Caleb Williams, Justin Fields. What would you do if you're the Bears? Kirk Cousins, Michael Penix Jr. You, you might be able to get him at number 12 if you go off Kirk. Who would you roll with in 2024? A lot of people saying re-sign Kirk Cousins on the text line. 720-1067 on the text line. Let me know. A lot of people right now saying re-sign Kirk, but go get Penix. Oh. How about Craig Maddock? He was at the last game for the Vikings at home. Um, SDPB Sports, that was a beatdown. Uh, the Packers, I even saw Craig Maddock tweeting during the game. I mean, thats I don't think that's a good sign at all when Craig is tweeting during the game that he is at. Craig Maddock, how are you? Yeah, thanks for reminding me that I was at the game. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I, I, you know what? I don't tweet a lot, especially at ball games. But the, it, it had me so frustrated. The Vikings looked absolutely awful. There was uh, no punch at all in the offense or the defense. None. Yeah, that was here, a tough one. Here you have a chance to. Uh, Get into the playoffs, and you, you sit down against your most bitter rival. I, I just, I just didn't get it. I could see um, your frustration, Craig. I could see it. By the way, with uh, the question today, if yes. I'm the GM of your team, I'm firing the coach. Oh, um, but I'm not of a my Sean team Payton. of the Broncos. Yeah, okay, yeah, because I'm okay. not a Sean Payton fan at all. Anyway, but I would resign Kirk Cousins, no doubt, uh, as a Vikings fan. No doubt, you would no resign doubt. him, no doubt. Yeah. Um, do you think that's going to happen? What do you think? Well, they're either going to blow up the team and totally start over, and that is going to affect Justin Jefferson. Um, so, you know, I, I, I know, if I say one thing, they'll probably do the other. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you got some big contracts you got to come up with. you got Cousins, you got Jefferson, you got your left tackle, Darisaw. Um, there's a lot of money out there that uh, has to be paid. So it, it is going to be a, uh, an inter interesting offseason. Would you uh, re-sign Kirk? My listeners are saying, okay, re-sign Kirk. I'm getting a lot of that. But draft like Michael Penix Jr. at number 12 if you can get him. I I, I would because uh, he would be under the rookie deal. It's a rookie contract. It'd be cheap. Um, I've, I've watched a lot of his games this year because – of the connection that uh, I have and South Dakotans have with Kalen DeBoer, yeah. you know, the head coach at Washington. So I've watched a lot of Michael Penix, and wow, he's he is fun to watch. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and uh, will he be available at, you know, top 15? Um, I think he's someone's going to get him in the first round. I I don't think they're going to wait till the second round. Craig Maddock on tonight, SDPB Sports, live from Sioux Falls. So, um, okay, I'm going to jump off the NFL. You would go with Kirk Cousins. You would re-sign him. I'm going to jump into this. Um, 
ESPN just signed a deal with the NCAA, and it's a new media rights deal. And the one they were in was $40 million per year. That's what the uh, NCAA made, $40 million per year. That was low for like 40 championships, women's basketball, volleyball, um, baseball, FCS. Okay, it jumped today to $115 million a year. So it's a, it's a big increase, and I look at it and say, live sports, to me, is still the big ticket. NFL's getting huge media rights deals, NCAA, college football playoff, March Madness. And then I bring it back to South Dakota Craig, and you've had a long history with this. You did a ton of play-by-play throughout your career. You ran a station that did play-by-play. And I'm looking at it saying, there's just not a lot of people, for example, in South Dakota still invested in live sports. I look at Midcoast Sports. They're doing it. There's only a couple of radio stations in the big markets doing it, mine included. Why is that? That is a great question, and it it all depends on the ownership of uh, the radio station. Let's face it, most radio stations now are all involved in groups. The group that I used to be with, you know, would have six or seven stations in the market. Uh, We got sold, uh, and then we became a part of over 30 radio stations in the country. (coughs) And then uh, we got sold again, and we were a part of multiple radio stations in multiple states. And and basically what has happened, uh, the the bigger the company, uh, it appears the less investment they have uh, in your local uh, radio stations, uh, Mm. in your local local markets. Uh, So you think it's an afterthought, like, eh, uh, that might cost us a little money in, in manpower. And... Yes, you are absolutely correct. It is a lot easier today. In fact, uh, one of the competing radio stations in Sioux Falls was a pretty good news talk radio station. I mean, they they had three or four people in their news department. Uh, they were a 24 operation. Uh, they totally got rid of all of the local talent, got rid of them all, and mm-hmm. just went what we called the bird. It just went to the, the network. And that was one of the competing, <coughs> excuse me, but they were one of the competing uh, radio companies uh, here in Sioux Falls. They totally got rid of them. They, so, you know, they didn't care about the local market. They got rid of it. And then the company that I used to be with as well before I retired from radio, you know, they did the same thing. You know, they pretty skeletal type of, um, of crews that work at the radio stations. Um, it's just getting less and less. Uh-huh. And it, it's a lot different than newspapers. Newspapers have gone away just because of the Internet. The Internet has killed newspapers. Yeah, there's one person uh, so, in the sports so department, different. the Argus Leader. One. Right, right. And that, and that's all because of the Internet. If the Internet wasn't here, <clears throat> you would still see multiple people in a news department or a sports department when it comes to newspapers. But now that has totally changed. Where, again, those that own Internet companies, you know, they also are trying to get it done with just a few as people as possible. And they're looking at subscriptions and... And they're trying to make money on it. Uh, and, and ESPN television network, the network, uh, people have been cutting that subscription cord for for years. And ESPN trying to bring those people back by going after some of the 
bigger sporting events, yeah. hoping that people are going to be coming back. But people are cutting the cord on network television just as fast as getting rid of their newspaper. I think the market is there in a state like South Dakota covering local sports. I know it is. We've done it the last six years. Um, but I get what you're saying. Big companies, they look at it, hey, what can we cut? What do we need to do? What do we really not need to do? And I wonder if that's uh, contributed to it, the big groups. One other, one other point in May that, that may play a big part of this, all of your local or all of your school districts now, they're all televising the sports on the Internet. Yes. And then here's the thing, though, Craig. We put our broadcast on there. We put our broadcast on that stream. It's a great marriage. Great marriage. I thought it was, too. I tried to get that done in Sioux Falls, but the Sioux Falls Public School District would not have anything to do with it. Mm. Um, So we we never had that opportunity to combine uh, our services that we provided to the school district, even to train some of the uh, kids maybe to be involved in it. But uh, they had nothing to do with it. Let me just say, play-by-play on an online stream, we've heard from it here, people think it's a huge addition. It's great for the kids. It's great for the fans watching the game. It adds so much than just having a camera going uh, back and forth. Okay, um, let me get into this. Speaking of high school sports, Craig Maddock on tonight, East River meets West River. 2024 is upon us. So I've got three high school sports discussions that I really want to have. Three, and I want to know which is most important. Number Rapid one. City, Rapid City football? <laughs> Hang on a second. Um, okay. Um, number of classes in football decline. Getting it lower. Uh, getting okay. it lower. Um, discussing high school NIL rules. Do we, do we have to go and get some rules in place? I think we do at least. And then finally, sanctioning high school baseball. Can we discuss all three? Which is most important? Okay. Well, uh, the high school football classes—it's been beating a dead horse, and uh, no, that horse is alive again. It's it's alive. I I think uh, that one (laughs) is—is that ship has sailed, and I don't think it's going back. Oh, oh, goodness! Um, I mean, the 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 power of the uh, how many we have? Seven. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Um, the power of the nine-man schools determines how many classes we'll have in football. So they are the power. They own the strings attached to how many conference or classes we'll have, and it's all because of the nine-man football schools. Wow. Um, and then uh, baseball, well, baseball, the, you know, we don't know how to spell baseball in Sioux Falls because we really don't follow baseball as heavy as West River does. And so I think that one there is not going to happen for a while because it's, not gonna, it's over and, 50 and then, teams. Over 50 then, teams. And then you look at the, 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 the lawsuit that Sioux Falls is up against with gymnastics. And so I think there there's some issues with Title IX that have to be worked out before baseball, I think, is talked about. Uh, and so NIL, uh, right now, I'm thinking that is the, the new issue. But I'm hoping we do not get involved with NIL with high school sports. You do. I think, I, I think that opens up a huge can of worms uh, for everybody. Okay, so why can I have the quarterback here at Rapid City Stevens working at the Pizza Ranch? He, he's gonna, We want him to work at the Pizza Ranch, but I don't want him to do a TikTok post about the Pizza Ranch and make a little money. 
I don't get it. Uh, it's a slippery slope, and let's face it, the school, you know, the NCAA's got a ton of money, and all these schools and colleges have all this ton of money that they're they're using to, to lure these athletes where uh, South Dakota schools, we don't have any money. There's none whatsoever. So the rules have to be a little bit different when it comes to NIL than it does with the NCAA. Okay, Craig Maddock, you just killed my three discussion points. Sorry. Um, Sorry. <laughs> so, Happy New Year. So what would you do? <laughs> what would you? Um, what is a high school topic? Do you have one in mind that we need to change to implement? Is there anything we need to do? Well, I think we have too many school districts. Um, I think there needs to be more co-ops. Mm. Amongst amongst our school districts, uh, we have over 172 school districts in South Dakota. Five of those have less than 100 kids in the high school, uh, so it is a geographic numbers problem that we have in this state. It is unique to South Dakota. Um, I, I just think we have too many school districts. They should be more of them co-opt uh, together. And that is going to help as well on the education end as well as they can. As well on the as well as on the sports end, you think? Um, yep. All right, Craig Maddock tonight. East River meets West River for the first time in 2024. SDPB Sports, his podcast is in play. Um, mm, nice, do you have a new nice one, one coming? Yes, we just released it uh, on uh, what's today Thursday. We uh, released it on Tuesday. Okay, um, he is uh, a three-time state wrestling champion. His brother was a three-time state wrestling champion. He's been at a few other colleges, but right now his twenty-fourth year as the head wrestling coach for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. It's Mark Manning. Uh, great conversation with him. A great man, a determination, and what he does for his kids, what he feels uh, uh, about wrestling. A fun conversation with Mark. Um, you know, back in, he's from Vermilion. Vermilion won the state wrestling title back in the late 70s. Uh, in fact, I was in Vermilion at that time when Mark Manning and uh, only one other wrestler got titles, but they won the team title. But he went on to coach. And I love stories, Nate, where athletes who are successful in their sport, they come back or they stay with that sport. They become a coach, and they become successful in that, in that profession. And they're in it for a long time. And Mark Manning, uh, again, 24th year as the head wrestling coach, at Nebraska. That's the new In Play uh, podcast. Find it where you download podcasts from Craig Maddock. Craig, always great. Thanks a lot. Hey, thanks, Nate. Appreciate it. Craig Maddock in tonight, kicking off our Thursday program, SDPB Sports longtime broadcaster, Sioux Falls. Yeah, it's just something I've thought about. You know, Craig's had a long history. Uh, when I came to South Dakota over 20 years ago, Craig was doing a radio show like this. And uh, it was great. It was great talking to coaches and covering South Dakota sports. And then he kept it going, and I did a one-night-a-week thing and had a day job and all, all that stuff. Worked at uh, university and, and kind of went down that road. Then that um, was taken off, and then I started seeing this. There's just not as much coverage of local sports, of South Dakota sports, whether it's play-by-play -play or even whether it's um, – Shows like this, 
there's hardly anything left. And I'm trying to find out. I think you I think you have to care about what you're covering, the topic, and you have to be engaged with it, invested in it. And that's what we've tried doing here. We're not perfect, but we're trying to do as much coverage as we can of play-by-play, interviews, interest, uh, the whole thing. And I think big companies, Craig points out, well, when big companies kind of take over, it just kind of goes by the wayside, and I think that's spot on. It's like, hey, why are we doing this? And they just don't quite get it. It's a great market, um, South Dakota High School Sports, now with the video stream. So we got play-by-play with the video stream on a lot of the games. It's good stuff. High quality. Um, way better uh, than what has been happening in the past. You sometimes, you know, you wouldn't even you wouldn't even dream of having video high school games. And now we get it all together um, with play-by-play when you're running around. I think it's an important uh, service, no doubt. Sam Herter's in next, live from Frisco, Texas. Okay, Sam Herter, FCS national analyst, will break down Jack's Grizz on the way. From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. We're all going somewhere, going higher, faster, farther, going in new directions to new places. At Monument Health, we keep going so you can keep going. We're dedicated to advanced orthopedic care with the latest innovations, technology, expertise, and treatment. So keep exploring, keep making memories, keep going with Monument Health as your partner. Learn more at monument.health orthopedics. All right, Rapid City, a big announcement from one of my favorite places, Poor 54 downtown. If you're looking for the best happy hour, they've got it. It starts at 3 p.m. with $3 domestic taps and street tacos. Then at 4, $4 South Dakota brewed taps. Then at 5, it's $5 all taps and Detroit-style pizzas on special. Again, it's the Beat the Clock happy hour at Poor 54 from 3 to 6. Poor 54, downtown Main Street, Rapid City. Are you thinking about starting or expanding a business? At Black Hills Federal Credit Union, our dedicated business lending team focuses on understanding our members' unique needs and truly wants to help them succeed. From the loans to get your business off the ground to the accounts to keep it running, we offer unique products with your business's best interest in mind. Learn more at bhfcu.com or text or call 605-718-1818. BHFCU is a member-owned, not-for-profit. You may have heard us say when you're shopping online, check things out before checkout. One in four people who reported losing money to fraud since 2021 said it started on social media. If you follow your favorite businesses on social media to get updates about upcoming events and promotions, you're not the only one. Scammers are watching too, and they may hijack legit businesses, giveaways, and promotions to try to get your personal and financial information. Contact the South Dakota Attorney General's Office of Consumer Protection at 800-300-1986. Hi, this is Jeremy with Gary's Cakes and Donuts, inviting you to kickstart your morning by dropping by and grabbing some fresh donuts. I want to thank you for voting us the best in the Black Hills. We're up early making your favorite donuts, so stop by and bring some to the office. Everybody loves Gary's Cakes and Donuts, and we love you, so stop by, get a great selection, and brighten up your day. Serving Rapid City for over 40 years, Gary's Cakes and Donuts at 109 East Omaha, and remember to like Jerry's on Facebook for some great giveaways. 
Hey, this is Rob Parker from The Odd Couple. Don't miss our show weeknights from 6 to 8 p.m. right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. And now we'll send you back to Rapid City Sports Talk Show, The Nate Brown Show. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show, weekdays 4 to 6. On a Thursday, we've got happy hour coming up with Rob Kegron live in studio. We'll shoot it around. Rob's in tonight on Fox Sports Rapid City. Good stuff straight ahead. The Nate Brown Show built by Consolidated Construction of Rapid City. Start at onecalltobuild.com. Consolidated understands building uh, projects are big risks, a lot of moving parts. They'll manage the players and schedule, marry the design to your budget. You want to work with the pros, get the most for your investment? It's Consolidated Construction, the real company here in Rapid City to get it done. Quality every step of the way. OneCallToBuild.com. Start there. Sam Herter's in Frisco, Texas. 11th year covering the FCS National Championship. Did I see that? Heroesports.com, BetMGM, National FCS Analyst. Sam, good to have you. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. It's good to be down here uh, in Texas. You know, it's, it's about... 50 degrees here today, uh, sunny, no wind, and so I was I was out there wearing a T-shirt. I think I was I was the only one around here wearing a T-shirt in Texas. But I love it. it. Felt pretty good. I love it. I'll take it. It looks like the weather is going to be solid for the game. So um, I'm going to get to this game, but I want to get to to an announcement today from the NCAA and ESPN because it has to do with the FCS title game. At least it's a part of it. They have this new media deal. ESPN and NCAA get an eight-year deal. $115 million a year. That's up from the last deal, $40 million a year. What does this tell you? There's there's a chunk of it. It's for women's sports, men's sports. It's 40 NCAA championships. Is this a good deal for the NCAA? I think it is. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's a, it's a pretty good one. Um, you know, obviously the, the revenue, the annual revenue, they're – uh, they're they're going to be bringing in is is going to be uh, you know more than you know more than triple you know it looks like and so I think it's good for uh, the NCAA I mean the the thirty four million dollars a year was just uh, you know very very low especially when you know the the women's basketball tournament you know I think is probably worth at least half of this hundred fifteen million dollars you know okay. honestly uh, annually I think the women's basketball takes up. You know, a good chunk of it, but then you add in you add in FCS, which has some value. Add in volleyball, which has a lot of value, and, and baseball and softball; those are all growing sports. And you can put you put that all into kind of one one lump media deal. Um, and I think overall, uh, it's a good one for uh, the NCAA. And um, you know, I think in turn, it's going posit- to positively impact the FCS overall with this increase in revenue. Okay, so here's the deal: the FCS national championship this year is on ABC again. It's on Sunday, last week of the NFL regular season. It's going to be at noon Mountain Time. I love it on ABC. I get it. I hate it on an NFL Sunday, but it's an argument. People are saying, well, here's this new deal now. It's going to be on ABC. That's what the guarantee is. They don't tell you where it's, you know, when it's going to be. It's up to them. Is that the trade-off? Would you want it on ABC, and it doesn't matter if it's going up against the NFL, or is it better to take a step go, Hey, let's put us on ESPN and put us back on Friday night. 
Yeah, that's a that's a it's a tough question, honestly, because you know I think overall uh, when you when the FCS playoffs or not the FCS playoffs, but the FCS championship game has a guarantee to be on ABC for you know the next eight years of this deal. I think overall that that's a positive because it's network television. Um, you know, ABC just usually naturally draws uh, more eyeballs than 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 ESPN or an ESPN two. But also at the same time, if you're locked into ABC you know, your TV windows shrink, you know, even more where, uh, you know, are you going to get an ABC game on a Friday night? You know, probably not because there's going to be other stuff that are air- that's airing on, on ABC, you know, a Friday night. Same thing with a Saturday night or a, a Saturday <clears throat> afternoon. And so, you know, I don't know if it's going to be on Sunday, you know, every year, you know, maybe there's a chance that the, the FCS championship game uh, moves back a uh, weekend. So there's only a two-week break in between the semifinals and the title game. Uh but you know, you you are you can't really escape uh, the NFL. They're playing on Saturdays and, and Sundays now at the end of uh, their regular season, um, and so I, I've been on board with a Friday night game, even if it is on ESPN two. But with this game being locked in on ABC overall, I think that's a good thing. But kind of your choices on where you move the game and when you play the game, you, your your TV windows, you know, kind of really, really uh, tightened down if, if you're only going to be on ABC. Sam Herter, live from Frisco, Texas, FCS National Championship. Jackrabbits Grizz coming up on Sunday. Herosports.com for the coverage. Find him on Twitter, X at Sam Herter FCS. Give me a sense. I don't know if you can see it down there yet. Jackrabbit fans, Grizz fans, what percentage of that stadium is going to be Grizz? What percentage Jacks? Yeah, I think it'll be 55% South Dakota State, uh, 45% uh, Montana. Really? You know, yeah, I, I think, um, you know, South Dakota State fans have been buying these tickets way in advance. They bought them in the preseason sale because they're that confident that the Jacks would get here. And, you know, the you know really the FCS championship game tickets have been on sale all season long if you just go to the NCAA site. And I think South Dakota State fans were, were buying these tickets really early. They also had a day ahead of Montana just based off of the Friday-Saturday semifinal games. They also had you know a day ahead of time to, uh, to buy these tickets. And so I think that gives an advantage to South Dakota State. Uh, but really, you know, the state does a pretty good job of, of making it pretty close to 50-50. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be, you know, like 70-30 or 60-40 or anything like that. But I do think South Dakota State will, will have a small advantage here just with their uh, their kind of their go-ahead time of, of getting these tickets. Okay, so the line on the game, Sam, is South Dakota State 13-and-a-half. What is your thought on that line? Yeah, you know, it, it's interesting. I, I kind of uh, expected it to be around – 14 and a half, 15 and a half, uh, somewhere uh, around there. And it opened at 12 and a half and really stayed there, uh, at least on BetMGM, really stayed there until today when it moved to uh, 13 uh, and a half. And, you know, I don't know. I, I, I kind of get the argument where maybe that seems too, too big of a number because, you know, it is a neutral site game, FCS championship, two best teams, three weeks to prepare, you know, all, all that where, you know, maybe some of that evens out. Uh, this matchup where South Dakota State, no doubt, is the more talented team, but you know maybe the, the three weeks of preparation kind of evens it out. I also get the argument that that number, you know, might be too small. Uh, you know, I I have South Dakota State winning, I think, thirty four seventeen. You know, a handful of anonymous coaches predicted South Dakota State to win by a few scores. Uh, you know, I saw Mike McFeely <laughs> predicted forty two to ten. Uh, South Dakota State. I don't know if it's going to be that bad, but it, it does seem like a lot of people are predicting you know, a pretty decisive win 
for South Dakota State. And so for the spread to only be a two-possession game, I'm actually surprised that more money hasn't come in on South Dakota State that has you know, moved that line maybe a little bit more than what it is right now. HeroSports.com for the coverage. National FCS analyst Sam Herter on tonight from Frisco. One couple of, couple of quick questions on the game. Does the Montana quarterback struggle? South Dakota State's defense has been lights out. Does does he struggle here? I've I've have watched him play a lot. He has some good attributes, but I don't know if he can throw it enough. Does he struggle? You know, I think they're going to put together a good game plan for him to, uh, you know, kind of uh, minimize you know some of his some some of his weaknesses. You know, he's not going to necessarily sit in the pocket and go through one, two, three read progressions. Um, you know, whether it's having him throw on the run, whether it's you know pretty quick. Uh, quick, easy, you know, wide receiver tunnel screens or slip screens or, uh, you know, quick hitch routes, you know, get the ball out of his hands quickly where he doesn't necessarily have to uh, read uh, defense. And I also think that, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to, to see a handful of quarterback design runs where Montana does, you know, have a three, four wide receiver set to uh, kind of spread that South Dakota State defense out and do some quarterback uh, design runs because Clifton McDowell, I thought, was really sharp in the regular season and even in the in the second round of the playoffs, I thought he was sharp. But, you know, Furman and North Dakota State made him really uncomfortable in the last two rounds. Um, and he'll certainly have to play much better than what he has the last two games for Montana to have a shot here. Now I will flip this around. The Montana defense has been good, not South Dakota State good, but can this Montana defense slow down the Jacks? Uh, you know, uh, I, I, I think... I think they can, relatively speaking. Um, you know, I, 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 I do have South Dakota State winning, like I said, 34 uh, to 17. And so I, it, South Dakota State's not not going to score 17 points, you know, in this game. I don't think it's going to be that low. But I also don't know if it's going to be, you know, a game that they get into the 40s or into the 50s. I think, you know, relatively Montana will do a decent job at, uh, you know, slowing down uh, South Dakota State and not running and not allowing them to get totally in sync and, you know, have no resistance uh, at all. I do think they'll do some things that make South Dakota State uncomfortable. Um, but I, I think South Dakota State is going to have, you know, an opportunity to score, you know, maybe two touchdowns in, in the fourth quarter to kind of make it uh, more of a higher scoring game. Because, I mean, NDSU was, was one of the, the hotter offenses in the FCS and, and the Bison were stuck at, nine points for most of that game against Montana. And then in the semifinals, then they kind of rolled it and scored a lot of points there in the two overtime. And so you're right, Montana has done a really good job uh, defensively. And I think they will make South Dakota State uncomfortable. Uh, but it kind of seems like the Jacks might figure them out a little bit and get some points on the board there in the second half. Sam Herter picking the Jackrabbits to win back-to-back national titles. He'll be covering it, HeroSports.com, BetMGM, National FCS Analyst on Twitter. Follow him there for the weekend at Sam Herter FCS. Sam, good luck, man. I appreciate the time. All right. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. Sam Herter on Fox Sports Rapid City, national FCS analyst from Frisco, Texas, covering the Jackrabbits and Grizz Sunday at noon on ABC. Let's go to Denver. Brand new guest. He's got a, quote, hot take on the Broncos and Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. James Merrillat covers the Broncos for 104.3 The Fan. And DenverSports.com. James is in next. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show.
Mark your calendars for the next series of Rush Home Games. January 10th, enjoy a weekday power play versus Fort Wayne. January 12th, it's Nugget's 16th birthday. Celebrate with $16 tickets in Nugget's birthday section and special appearances by his mascot friends. Game presented by Granite Automotive. January 13th, we are thanking our local heroes at First Responders Night, presented by Firehouse Brewing Company and Loyal Plumbing. $17 tickets available at the Rush office for first responders. Rapid City Rush, raised on red. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Jensen at Physio. We want to be your trusted partner for physical therapy, athlete development, and sports rehab. As the official strength and conditioning partners for Stevens, Central, Douglas, and the Rapid City Rush, our team at Physio is building the best athletes in the Black Hills. If you have an athlete in the family, we offer long-term athlete development at affordable prices for middle and high school students. We also have the only board-certified sports PT in Rapid City. At our brand new facility, Physio is ready to help you perform at your best. One-on-one physical therapy, athlete development, and sports rehab, all at one place. Get started at bhphysio.com. Get away from it all in the great outdoors for lasting family memories with a new or pre-owned RV from Dakota Discount RV. We make your RV experience fun and easy by providing you with a quality recreational vehicle, competitive pricing, and professional sales and service. Our large inventory of fifth-wheelers, travel trailers, toy haulers, and live-in horse trailers allows us to save our customers thousands of dollars compared to most dealers. Stop by and see us at Dakota Discount RV, 3330 East Mall Drive across from Cabela's and on JB Road, Blackhawk. Need somewhere to go for a quick bite to eat for lunch? Murphy's has you covered with a half sandwich and soup lunch special, plus daily specials to get you fueled up and ready for the rest of the day. Meet and eat for lunch at Murphy's, a Rapid City icon. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, sales, service, and recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in South Dakota Sports Talk Show Live, weekdays 4 to 6. We're getting set for the drive at 5 on this Thursday and happy hour on a Thursday with Rob Kegron live in studio. Our guest host every Thursday, Rob Kegron coming in on Fox Sports Rapid City. 1067 FM, 1150 AM. Remember, stream us there, foxsportsrapidcity.com. Hey, we haven't had them on the show yet. We've had guys from this uh, station. They do a great job. We had Stokely in. Zach buy in. How about we have James Merrillat in? Covers the Denver sports scene, the Broncos and more. 1043 the fans, the station, denversports.com, the site. James Merrillat on Twitter, X at James Merrillat. Let's talk Broncos here on the Nate Brown Show. James, good to have you on. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me on. It sounds like uh, you've had the the uh, the cast on, so I'm glad to uh, I'm glad to join the list. <laughs> you are joining the cast, man. Um, I'm gonna get your read on the Broncos and and Russell Wilson because you've been loud on this, and Broncos country seems split on this. I'm on one side, and and I'm and I'm on your side, so I'll, I'll give you that, and we'll get into it. Your side is essentially. The Broncos are taking a massive risk here, it feels like, to you by paying out money, maybe not having Russell Wilson there. You explain your position on what Sean Payton and the Broncos look like they're going to do. Yeah, look, and everybody says, hey, he's not worth the money. Okay, I'll concede that point, but that's sort of moot, right? Like, if they could get out of the contract at the end of the year, move on, turn the page, 
you just have the you know the four draft picks and the three starters that went to Seattle and just say, "Woo, that was a mistake." Okay, you could sell me on that, but they can't, right? They're going to have eighty-five million dollars in dead cap. That's going to be roughly what thirty-seven million dollars this year and forty-eight million dollars next in twenty twenty-five. However, it breaks out, but it's two years of having what is essentially the largest dead cap in NFL history, and you're doing it in back-to-back years, which makes absolutely no sense to me at all. It hamstrings this organization uh, for the next couple of years in terms of what they can do in free agency, just what they can do in general in terms of re-signing their own players, all of it to have a guy that's not on the roster. To me, the analogy is if you tell me, hey, a hamburger's not worth 50 bucks. You're right, it's not. But would you rather, for your $50, have a hamburger or have an empty plate? And to me, the Broncos are choosing the empty plate and somehow trying to, to, to spin it and sell, and sell us on the fact that that's a better option, and it makes absolutely no sense. I mean, look, I, I'm admittedly as big a Russell Wilson supporter as there is here in town. I know he has flaws. I know there are things he can't do um, that maybe Sean Payton wants to do. But I also know there are things he can do that very few quarterbacks in the league can pull off. The throw to Cortland Sutton in Buffalo on fourth and two for a touchdown. The 16-point comeback against New England in the fourth quarter. To me, it makes more sense of, all right, how do you maximize that? Since you're on the hook for him for the next two years either way, how do you maximize that and try and build around him and try and win with it? That seems like a much more prudent course of action than to just say, hey, we're going to eat $85 million in dead cap and somehow try and convince me that's going to be a better option makes no sense to me. James Merlat on tonight from Denver, denversports.com. I'm going to ask you, do you think Russell Wilson could have done anything to win the favor of Sean Payton? Meaning, if they did make the playoffs, is this still a scenario? Or maybe they make the playoffs, they get bounced in the first game. Could he have done anything to be the guy with Sean Payton? I, I have my doubts. I have my doubts in terms of being the guy long-term. You know, I think if uh, if they end the playoff drought, which the Broncos are about to extend this, they haven't been a playoff game since Super Bowl 50, so we're looking at eight straight seasons. I think if they make the playoffs, short of getting boat raced 47-7, to you know, Patriots at Bills style, uh, I think that probably makes it to where they can't move on. So, you know, you look back and you go, all right, a couple of moments. It's first and goal from the eight down 22-17 against Houston. They finish that drive. Russ pulls that, that rabbit out of the hat. And then they, they finish things on Christmas Eve against the Patriots. Yeah. He probably saves his, his job and, and he stays in Denver, which, again, to me makes to make my point of you, you had first and goal from the eight and you had the ball in the fourth quarter in a 2023 game and Sean Payton decides, hey, let's throw it out to the flat to a running back again, and all of a sudden we're second and 13. If you're that close, if you're that close, wouldn't it make more sense to, hey, try and put a running back behind Russell Wilson that would actually start for any other team in the league? Try and have a pass-catching tight end that would start for any team in the league. Try and find a number one wide receiver that would be a number one for any other team in the league. To me, you're right there. You're knocking on the door. So to blow it up, start over, go back into quarterback purgatory, just makes no sense, but I think short of making the playoffs, and, and that was proven by the fact as soon as they were essentially eliminated, he got benched. Short of making the playoffs, Russell Wilson had no shot here with Sean Payton. How ugly was that scenario, though, behind the scenes? Because I'm even wondering, James, 
if they make the playoffs, you had this discussion after the Kansas City Chiefs win, first time the Broncos have beat the Chiefs with Mahomes on the field. You had this discussion about, hey, you got to give up your injury guarantee. We might have to bench you. It seems like an ugly deal behind the scenes, and I wonder how that would have even gone uh, if they would have made the playoffs. Yeah, it's a fair question. To call it ugly, I think, is very accurate. I mean, at that point, they'd just beaten the Chiefs. Their record, I think, was 3-5, and five, but they were starting that stretch where they put together you know, a, a winning streak. Russ had 16 touchdowns and four picks at that point. So to go to him and say, hey, now it's time to, to get rid of something we gave you, you know, 14 months ago, I, I think is a, is a head-scratcher. And it also just blows up what you hear from Sean Payton last week first press conference after they named Jarrett Stidham the, uh, the starter. It's, hey, we're just desperate for a win. No, you're not. I mean, if you're desperate for wins, as soon as you end a, a you know 15-game losing streak to one of your division rivals, you're not saying, hey, we're going to bench you. So they talk out of both sides of their mouth. The, the media here in Denver is in full Sean Payton spin mode. You know, you got the you got plenty of people going on the air and and going online and all the rest of it this week telling you how good that offense looked with Jared Sidham at the helm. They're watching a different football game and a different offense than I am, but it you know it probably was going to get ugly either way. Uh, Sean Payton and Russell Wilson just a clash of personalities, and I wrote about it this week. You know, I think history serves as a good example. Pat Bowlin had to make this decision back in the early 90s. Do you go with Dan Reeves or do you go with John Elway? He chose the quarterback. I think coaches are eminently replaceable. I don't think quarterbacks are. Okay, how about a general manager, James? George Payton is waiting in the wings. My guess is he's got to be out. Am I off? The only reason he would stay is because he's essentially powerless. So he's the guy that kind of does the mechanics of everything at this point, right, who submits all the paperwork to the league and, and deals with the the, the waiver wire and, you know, trades and all the rest of that stuff. But the decisions are being made by Sean Payton. So does he want to bring in somebody else that he's more comfortable with? Maybe. But essentially he's a he's doing clerical work, right? He's, he's clinger from MASH. That's what, uh, that's what George Payton is doing at this point. So he may want to go elsewhere and, and try and have some more power and some more say. But, I mean, look, it's a guy who the Randy Gregory deal was a disaster. The Russell Wilson contract has turned out to be a disaster. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett was a terrible hire. How he has a job based on the things he's done is beyond me. His best move was drafting Pat Sertan, who's a really good player, but he also passed on Micah Parsons to do it. So to some extent you can make that make the argument that that was a miss. So based on his resume, he shouldn't be the GM, but he's only the GM in name only. They may keep it in place just because – Hey, that's the guy that knows where we uh, keep the coffee cups and the paper clips. Last one for James Merlat, denversports.com. Talking Broncos, find him on Twitter, X at James Merlat. Do you think Sean Payton knows who his quarterback is? No, I don't. I think he's got the ego that you see from a lot of offensive-minded head coaches, though, that my system is what's important, not the player. And I think he believes he can make it work with anybody. I think he's wrong on that fact. But I think he thinks he can make it work with somebody who's willing to go through the progressions, run his offense, just paint by numbers. And, you know, I, I told people this uh, today. We've been having this argument in this town for 25 years. Since John Elway retired, other than the four Peyton Manning years, do you want the, the game manager or do you want the guy with upside, whether it's Orton or Cutler or Orton or Tebow or you name it. And we continue to have this group that wants to go with the game managers 
And it was a mistake to go with Brian Greasy instead of Bobby Brister. It was a mistake to try and defend the Super Bowl title with Trevor Simeon. And now Sean Payton's going to make the same mistake that Mike Shanahan and Gary Kubiak made, thinking it's all about his system and he can win with anybody. He doesn't know who his quarterback is. I don't think he cares. I think as long as he, he thinks as long as it's somebody who does what he wants, he'll be fine, and he's wrong about that. James Merlat tonight from Denver. Follow his work at denversports.com, part of 104.3 The Fan. He's on Twitter at James Merlat. James, great stuff. Thanks for hopping on. Yeah, appreciate it. Anytime. Appreciate your time. James Merlat in on the Nate Brown Show. Me and James, I think maybe the only Russell Wilson guys left. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe close. Maybe close. I've, I told you, I've been with Russ for a long time. I, I, I told you this, and Matt Kearney gives me a bad time about it. Last year I was with Russ, and he said I was drinking the Russellade. It was a little sour last year. I think we left it in the cooler out in the sun. But um, then I said, I'm sticking with Russ. Leadership, character, great uh, work ethic. I want that guy. And he's a playmaker. A playmaker, 26 touchdowns, eight interceptions, that's good enough. And Sean Payton running him out of town with no plan. I really don't think he has a plan. It's amazing. I have a plan. It's happy hour with Rob Kegron. How much will Rob Kegron spend on paying college football players to play in bowl games? How much is he going to spend? We'll get after it next. This is South Dakota's Sports Talk Show, The Nate Brown Show, on FoxSportsRapidCity.com and live on 1067 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. Football season is almost over, and the final showdown is just around the corner. The BetMGM Sportsbook at 10 Lizzie is having a party like no other. Reserve your seat for the big game experience and let us host your final football throwdown in style. Your seat comes with free play, food, and exclusive souvenir gifts. Watch the game on a giant wall-to-wall television array. Drink specials and prizes will be running all day long. Go to 10lizzie.com today to reserve your big game experience at 10 Lizzie Gaming Resort and take your football party to the next level. KIMM Rapid City and K294BD Rapid City, the Black Hills Sports Station, 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. Great news. I just got the State Farm Personal Price Plan on our home and auto insurance. You told our agent about my thing for romance novels? No, you don't have to get that personal. Our agent just helped me choose affordable options to create a personalized price just for us. Oh, sweet. Then you won't believe the love triangle Jen is in now. Contact me, State Farm Agent Scott Carlson, to create your personal price plan today. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. isn't just the sound of a legendary Brunswick pool table. It's the sound of families about to make memories together. And while this may sound like the hum of a spa, listen closely and you'll hear backyard fun for years to come. So while Splash City's guarantee of quality sure sounds good, we know quality time sounds even better. What's another burger? Splash City, 1024 West Omaha, across from Connects in Rapid City. 
Do you find yourself in a difficult legal situation? Whether it's a DUI, criminal charges, or an injury case, you need the right lawyer on your side. That's where Wrench Law comes in. With over 30 years of experience, Tim Wrench is a trial lawyer who knows the ins and outs of the legal system. Tim specializes in helping people in a jury trial get the best possible outcome for the case. Don't let legal troubles get in the way of your life. Contact Wrench Law today and get the help you need to move forward. Wrench Law, who you need when you're caught in a bind. Call 605-341-1111. Hey, it's Chris Broussard. Remember to catch the Odd Couple weeknights from 6 to 8 p.m. right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, let's get back to Rapid City sports talk show, The Nate Brown Show. The Nate Brown Show live on a Thursday South Dakota Sports Talk Show. The 2024 debut on a Thursday of Happy Hour with my guest host Rob Kegron live in studio. Presented by the Skybox, your home for the Jackrabbits this Sunday. Hey, it's football all weekend. Okay, you got NFL Saturday. You got Jack Sunday at noon. They'll have it on. You got NFL games too. It's the Skybox right above the firehouse downtown. It's happy hour on the Nate Brown Show with Rob Kegron in studio. Okay, we're going to get to our South Dakota State Montana pick coming up. We're going to throw that into our picks of the week. Pick some NFL games straight ahead, but we're going to go South Dakota State Montana as well. Jackrabbits are 13.5 point favorites. Uh, they've just been untouchable. I'm trying to win back-to-back national titles. We'll get to the FCS game. Speaking of college football, Rob, I want to start here, okay? And I have a feeling you're going to I have a feeling you're going to fall into something here a little bit. Um, there's a discussion here with all these bowl games, right? We just got done with bowl season. College football playoff on Monday night was great, right? Absolutely. Incredible games. Great So games. much drama. Yes. Great brands, great games. I watched it all the way through. It was great. There's going to be 12 teams in the playoff next year. Those are going to be interesting. Those are going to be great. What about the 35 other bowl games? What about the 35, the Duke Mayo Bowl, the Pop-Tarts Bowl, the Texas Bowl, the Holiday Bowl? They're trying to find out how we keep these bowl games legitimate, interesting. A recommendation from the executive director of the bowl season says, why don't we do NIL but with bowls? Why don't we pay the players to stay in this thing and play in the bowl games? Is Rob Kegron going to pay them? I would absolutely pay them. I just don't think that solves the problem, right? I don't think you. I don't think there's a number uh, because I, I think the problem is bigger than them just getting paid, right? Why are most of those opt-outs happening? They're happening for one of two reasons. One, they think they're going to be drafted in for the, yep, for the so NFL, bail. Yep. and so they don't want to get injured in a meaning, what would essentially be a meaningless game. Their season is over, and in particular next year, this becomes a big problem. Because your season really is over if you're not one of those 12 teams that make the playoff, right? And what what are you, what more can you accomplish? They're going to become less interested Absolutely. in those games. So if you're going to the NFL, would an amount of money get you to play in that bowl game? I don't think so because you know that your ticket is cashed in the NFL draft. And if you get hurt, you know, a lot of these guys, you know, they might be third, fourth, fifth round picks. If they're going to get drafted... 
and then they end up getting hurt in a meaningless bowl game, they might not get drafted at all. Now they have no payday, and they got some small payday for the Bulls. And the other reason they opt out is because they transfer, right? So either way, I don't know that there's an amount of money that would keep them to play in these bowl games, although I would be for them getting paid for it. Okay, so you don't think it may work. Hey, we got a $3 million payout. Normally it goes to the conference. Now our payout's going to be split among the players. Hey, we got 85 players on scholarship, eh, about 20000 a player. So that wide receiver that thought about transferring, I'm not talking to the NFL guys. You're going to have the NFL opt-outs. It's happening. It's going to happen. The guys that go, I'm just out. Uh, I'm not interested in the Pop-Tarts Bowl. Twenty grand to play in one game? I think they're doing it. Are I think, you paying them? I think some will. I would absolutely pay them. I, I mean, twenty I, grand a player? You're going to give the center twenty thousand? Yeah, why not? I mean, it's uh, in in a game. I mean, they're not getting paid per game throughout the regular season. There's nil money for sure. Yeah, but they're not getting paid per game. So essentially, if you're throwing them a little bit of money, and I, I, I hate think to they say should co- instead of paying the conferences and then. Um, the money goes to the conferences and shared with the schools. Do you think this is the step in the right direction? It's revenue sharing with the players. I think it's a step in the right direction for sure. But I just don't think it's going to achieve what they want, which is to get these players who, you know, you got bowl games that have 17 different opt-outs on one team. Like, well, yes. well this is no longer the same team that we watched throughout the like Florida State, schedule. Florida State just bailed. Everybody bailed, and they just got beat by 60. They were a complete joke. I mean, they all for all the fit that they threw about not making the college football playoff, and then they don't even show up to play the reigning national champion, Georgia. <laughs> I, I'm not saying you're going to win, but how about you show up and play? In, in any case, Nate, I, I just, in my mind, it's is it headed in the right direction? Yeah, because I, I do think the players should be compensated, but I don't think it's going to achieve what they want. So okay. yeah, I'm, I'm for it. $20,000 I think is a good amount of money. How do you save these bowl games? Can you save the games when we now are going to have six that matter? Those are the 12 teams of the playoff next year. Can you save the Texas Bowl and the Holiday Bowl? So here's what I would say. I, I think the bowls have become a complete mess in the sense that you have all of these opt-outs. You don't know half the players sometimes that are playing in these games. But I don't know that there's as big of a problem as we're making it out to be. I don't know how many bowl games you watched. I I watched watched a whole lot. Yeah, I watched some. Yeah. Now, some of that, if I'm being entirely honest, is because I'm gambling on the games, right? And a lot of people are. Right? They are. It's not like these bowls have the worst rate. I mean, a lot of these bowl games, some of the worst bowl games of them all, still rate higher than regular season games in other sports. Yes, that is correct. Duke's Mail Bowl, over $2 million, like $2.2 million. Right, so is Duke's there, Mail Bowl. So the, the, the bowl sponsor, right, whoever the sponsor is, they probably have a problem with all of these opt-outs. But do you and I, the casual fan who's watching, I don't even remember who was in the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Maybe it was North Carolina. And, <laughs> no, that was the holiday. North Carolina State, uh... Uh, Kansas State, Holiday Bowl. That's a good one. Yeah, I watched that game. I had the over of that game, and I lost by like just a couple of points, I remember. <laughs> but would we not watch because there are all these opt-outs? We'll find an angle. We'll find something interesting about the game to get us into it. So you and think it's they survive? Football. You think they survive? I think they survive, yes. I think they probably recalibrate their idea behind these things. But the whole team isn't going to opt-out. Re- remember, a lot of these... When we watch these bowls, you get these first, you know, first-time starters. Somebody who's essentially right. trying to show themselves as worthy of being the starter next year. And you're going to pay them twenty thousand. 
Why not? Right? The guy's willing to play the game. I'm all for him paying him, and I, I'm we're going to watch the games. I don't think the demise is right there. I think there's no importance to these games at all, and it will seem as a complete letdown. But you and I and the casual fan and two million others, the, uh, others of them are going to watch the games. So that's interesting. I had a big college football fan. I'm a big college football fan. He told me these other games are going to fade out. The, these other bowl games are going to fade out. You can't compete with the 12-team playoff. The 12-team college football playoffs not going to revenue share anymore with everyone else. It's going to be the big boys in the 12-team, and that's what's going to happen. Yeah, that I don't agree with. I don't think that. I think that they will realize that they still have to revenue share. Now they might cut down the percentages of how they share it, but I, I think, and I think a big driver of this, Nate, is going to be ESPN. They essentially fill their whole December programming, or at least mid from mid-December yeah. to the end of December, with bowls. And live sports so, is the ticket. That's, that's the it. ticket. So you're going to take away, so you're going to have 12 teams, and then what around, so what, what did we end up having, like 70 teams in bowls this year or something like that? Yeah. We're going to take away 58 teams from playing one extra game and filling a live sport spot on ESPN or Fox or wherever else would end up buying the games. I don't believe that's going to happen. I think that they will find a way to make these games work. And it's not as if people weren't watching the Duke's Mayo Bowl or the, the Pop-Tart Bowl. <laughs> I mean, had all they would went viral that with that goofy too. trophy. Yes, that was big, too. By the way, Duke's Mayo Bowl, North Carolina and West Virginia. How could I forget? Uh, thank what you for game. that update. Uh, North Carolina, West Virginia. Okay, it's interesting the way it's going to go. Are they going to pay the players? People at high levels are talking about it. It's not just they're, they're just guessing. They're talking about it. Rob Kegron's in studio. It's happy hour on a Thursday. Okay, we got to get to business here. I have a question. Should I trust Sean Payton and how he's doing things in Denver? I've bailed on Sean Payton. I told you that's my New Year's resolution. I was wrong in 2023 for begging the Broncos to hire him. I didn't realize what we were going to get, and now he's blowing it up. But should I trust the evil madman? That's next. This is the Nate Brown Show. Cadillac Jack's Gaming Resort presents Ramped Up Winter Winnings with prize package drawings every Friday and Saturday. Starting at 8 p.m., you could win a $300 package. The prize packages grow by $100 every hour up to $600 between 11 and 11.30 p.m. Then at midnight, someone will win a $1,000 cash prize. Plus, during the grand finale on Saturday, February 24th, Cadillac Jack's will draw for 10 major prize packages, including a grand prize of $5,000 in cash. Cadillac Jack's Gaming Resort. How will your night play? out. Hey, honey, how was your trip to Menards? Awesome. The Menards bag sale is back. Oh, uh, what's the bag sale? You grab a bag in store and save 15% on everything you can fit in the bag. I got a new cordless drill, LED bulbs to help with the electric bill, stocked up on toothpaste, always need batteries, and paint for the mudroom, plus all my favorite snacks. Uh, where are you going? Menards. We're out of cleaning supplies. Hurry in. Grab a bag in store now through January 14th. Get 15% off everything you can fit in the bag. See store for complete details. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Cloudy and foggy early tonight with a low of 24. Westerly winds around 5 miles per hour. Overcast again tomorrow. Chance of snow. High of 41. Chance of snow tomorrow night. Lows dip down to about 23. Cloudy skies expected. A dusting of snow tomorrow through tomorrow night. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. 
Currently, it's 22 degrees. For 84 years, Pomp's Tire Service has been providing best-in-class service and value. We have grown to over 200 locations and are one of a few service providers that buy tires manufacturer direct. We are proud to pass those savings on to you, our customers. We buy more, you save more. Great deals on tires from Bridgestone, Firestone, Goodyear, Michelin, BF Goodrich, Hankook, and more. Pomp's, the tire and service professionals. Family-owned since 1939. We know tires and service. You should know Pomp's. Visit Pomp'sTire.com. If you want the peace of mind that your next pre-owned vehicle is the best it can be, you want Honda True. And you only find it at Danny Manholt Rushmore Honda. Our Honda certified pre-owned vehicles are thoroughly inspected and backed by 7-year, 100,000-mile powertrain coverage, up to two complimentary oil changes, 24-7 roadside assistance, inspection report, and three-day exchange. You simply can't buy the wrong vehicle. Search our inventory at honda-true.com or see us at Denny Manholt Rushmore Honda. Whether you run the race, make the catch, cast a line, pitch a tent, or just look good doing it, Shields Rapid City has your gear. From athletic clothing from your favorite team, cold weather gear to keep you warm, to the best camping selection this side of the Black Hills, and the most stylish and functional women's outerwear and footwear, Shields has the widest selection of the best brands in the business. So when you're ready to get out, get in the game, or get going, get to Shields. Shields, we're right there with you at Rushmore Crossing in Rapid City. The doctors and staff at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center have provided expert bone, joint, and muscle care to patients in the Black Hills area since 1976. Whether you're an elite athlete, a weekend warrior, or just want to continue your active lifestyle, the orthopedic experts at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center will help you stay in the game. Don't let an injury keep you from doing the things you love. Trust the team at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, specializing in what moves you. Learn more at bhosc.com. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show and the Drive at Five brought to you by Summit Automotive Group. When it comes to pre-owned in Rapid City, take a look, summitautogrp.com. There's a lot of places you can get pre-owned vehicles. The difference at Summit, car buying built around you from the right financing for you and your family, the right vehicle, the right treatment from Stacy and Matt and their staff. It's hometown. It's great selection. SummitAutoGRP.com. Start there. The Drive at 5 here on the Nate Brown Show. We're into a Thursday with Rob Kegron live in studio. It's happy hour presented by the Skybox. Downtown, right above the Firehouse, Rapid City's premier sports bar for college football and the NFL. And we still got some games, man. We're going to pick South Dakota State, Montana coming up. And some NFL games. Who do I have on the list here? Hang on. This is a hometown discount. I got the Eagles and Giants on our list. What happened? Uh, I got the Broncos and Raiders still. Oh, all right. We got to do that. Are the Broncos going to do anything? Let's get into that, Rob Kegron. The Broncos have decided. Sean Payton. And I say, Sean Payton's the guy running the show. So, so who's going to get the blame here? Sean Payton's working for the owners. He's not working with George Payton, okay? George is his ugly cousin at this point. (laughs) I mean, that that guy doesn't matter at all. George Payton's the guy who made all these deals, and it's a mess. Sean Payton is running the show. He is running Russell Wilson out of town. I got to say, I didn't talk to you over the holidays, Rob. It just stunned me. It stunned me. 
26 touchdowns and eight interceptions. And the record, they come back from one and five. And they come back and they get in the hunt and they fall late. I get it. Russell Wilson's the guy that's going to be scapegoated on this deal? It doesn't make sense to me, Nate. I, I will say, when I when I first heard this story, just the fact that he was getting benched, it didn't make any sense to me. I said, well, who has your best chance? And this was at a time when they still had a chance at the playoffs. I mean, outside yeah, chance. Outside, yes. But, I mean, you know, like, it's it didn't make a lot of sense to me. So, that's number one. Then I look at it and I say, okay, they ha- he has this massive contract, right? And what are you going to do with that contract? Who is a better option with taking this massive cap hit? I didn't understand that either. But the one thing that I, I think was probably the most telling was how they handled it, of course. Trying to get the guy to to change his contract after a victory. Right? After a victory over the Chiefs for the first time in six years. Which in my mind, when I heard that, said that Sean Payton had already made up his mind that he did not want Russell Wilson as his quarterback. He probably had his mind made up before he even took the job. He well, I hope not, but... Oh, I would bet he I walked in not. there and said, I don't like this guy, but we'll give we'll give it a shot for a year. And if it works, great. If not, you got to let me move on from the guy. How because do the owners do that? How do you do that if you're the owners? Well, you have billions and billions of dollars, and you say, well, we'll we're going to... We think that Sean Payton is more important to this organization than Russell Wilson is. And if we're going to give him the keys to the kingdom, essentially, we're going to let him run it the way he wants. And he didn't choose Russell Wilson. He inherited him. So in that sense, I don't blame Payton that much because he, he I don't think he wanted him in the first place. Otherwise, why, after you beat the Chiefs at home, who you hadn't beaten in eight years, why would you say to the guy, well, now we have to restructure your contract? Wait a minute. Hey, bud, I, I just beat Kansas City. For you guys, and you hadn't beaten him in eight years. I do blame Sean Payton. I solely blame Sean Payton, and it's not just a uh, he doesn't fit my system thing. It's a I don't like him either thing. It's a I'm running this show. Russell Wilson is not. I'm the king. I'm King Payton. He's the guy. He's the guy to blame. Well, I mean, he's the one who made the decision. There's no doubt about that. But he's essentially saying he doesn't think he can win a Super Bowl with Russell Wilson. Oh, he can. He can win a Super Bowl with Russell Wilson. He doesn't want to. Yeah. He doesn't like him. It's a. It's a. Uh, I'm on this thought of. I'm not going to tell you Sean Payton was trying to lose games. Let's not get crazy. I know this happy hour can get crazy with Rob, especially. <laughs> but I'm not telling you he's trying to lose games. But boy, there were times where. I wonder what Sean was doing. I really wonder. Well, I don't think he trusts Russell Wilson. I, th- I think that's abundantly clear. I don't think he trusts him to run his offense. The, clearly, the way he's play called the almost the entire year with being extremely conservative, particularly oh, for a Sean Payton offense. I think he's saying, I don't trust this guy. And, and I, I do think there's a level of let Russ prove me wrong, right? If he can still somehow win through all of this, then maybe I would reconsider and he is my guy. But and I think he, he did, took though. the job saying, I think he took the job saying, I don't want this guy and I'll give it a year. And that was it. And so, he had his mind made up before he ever started. Rob Kegron in Happy Hour presented by the Skybox on the Nate Brown Show. Should I trust Sean Payton is my thing. I, I made this. You know how you admit your mistakes from the previous year into the next year? You do that too, Rob, right? You, you switch. Always. You say, here's what I did wrong. I wanted Sean Payton. I thought he was a Super Bowl winner, an offensive guru, a guy that's going to come in and give Russell Wilson a fair shot and revive his career. Instead, he's now gone the other way. 
went conservative, went negative, just was in his face, never in his corner, sabotaged him to a degree. Should I trust Sean? Should we trust him honestly? I think so, Nate. Really? And, and here's why. In the midst of a completely disastrous start to the season, 0-3, giving up 70 points in Miami, he found a way to turn the team around. Now, I'm not saying Russell wasn't a part of it. He found a way to turn the team around, get them to work together, and win. And then, now I know they were playing Easton Stick and the Chargers. Then after all the turmoil of last week of benching Russell Wilson, and I don't think Stidham is the answer by any means, but he got them to win a game again, Barely. In the midst of, but it's a win, it's right? It's a bad team. It's eight. Okay, but they're eight and eight. And what did, I don't know what you thought they were. I don't remember what we were thought going into the season. I thought they would certainly be better than they were last year. I think you thought the same I said thing. Ten and seven. Okay, so they're gonna they're gonna come a little bit short of those expectations. But I think he's showing that he can build a team. I think you it rubs you the wrong way. How he's treated your quarterback. Yes. And I, if, uh, if I were a huge Broncos fan, I'd probably feel the same way. But the fact that he's gotten this team to 8-8 eight and eight after that horrendous 0-3 start, losing two at home and giving up 70 at Miami... I'm going to give the guy a few years to you see if are. he can build something. Now, I don't you know how he's going to do it with the cap because I think he's going to be in cap hell for three years now. You set off the air. It's a disaster. The team is a disaster. I called it a dumpster fire. That's, that's, that's well, Sean Payton. I mean, that, sure, but the fact of the matter is he's going to be the one to build the team, and I think he'll find a way to build the team. Now, the quarterback thing, I, I don't know where. He must have an idea in his head of where he's going for a quarterback. But it, oh, he's it, clueless. It has to be a draft because you can't afford to pay Russell Wilson to go play for someone else and bring in a free agent Anybody. like a Kirk Cousins or something like that. How are you going to pay them? I both? would. I, I want Justin Fields. I wanted Justin Fields from the start. They should have drafted him. They didn't. And uh, here's where we're at. I would go and get Justin Fields, but I don't know if you can get him. I, I think you got to give up a lot to get him. The way he's played the last six weeks or so of the, of the season, I think you have to give up a lot to get him. I get five why touchdowns, you're, five interceptions. I, I mean, I, I'll give you a third round pick. <laughs> you get a, You're going to give way more than a third round pick for Justin Fields. Way more. Second for sure. I'll give you a third. You're not going to get him. Somebody else is going to get him. Washington will probably give up more than that for sure. And you guys have left draft, less draft picks than anyone. You <laughs> give up so many. Tell me. I, one point I'm going to make, Nate. I think it's okay to be angry at Peyton and trust him at the same time. Oh, I think interesting. I, I have a hard time with that. I'm not rooting for him. I, that's he, hard. The, I'm not rooting your for team. him. What do you I mean you're not rooting for him? I'm not rooting for him. So what, he, you're rooting he's for shown losses? Me. He's shown me. How many years out of the playoffs do you want to be? Sparky has shown me. He's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. We were looking for that spark on offense. Sparky, I'm going to call him Is it Sparky. possible to not like the guy and still root for him? Well, I don't know. That's hard for me. You're a Very Broncos hard for fan. Me. Well, I'm rooting for the Broncos. Well, you got to root for Sean Payton then. How, uh, how do you difficult. root against Sean Payton and for the Denver Broncos? Now you find how I'm in a bad mood here in 2024. Oh, you are definitely ornery <laughs> today. I'll tell you that. <laughs> now you can. You were yelling you at see, me off the air. Now you can see what's happened. Okay, let's get to this. Speaking of quarterbacks, what is the answer? So I don't think Sean Payton has an answer yet at quarterback. But let's go to your Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings are faced with, do you bring Kirk Cousins back off of an Achilles, another extension, or not? What's the answer there for the Vikings next? You're listening to The Nate Brown Show. Follow us and watch the show live on Twitter at Nate Brown Show. 
Attention volleyball players and parents, it's time to dig, set, and spike your way to the top with the Watiki Spiketacular Volleyball Tournament at the Box. Join us January 26th through 28th for an action-packed 6v6 youth tournament. With girls' divisions from 11 to 14, there's a spot for players of all skill levels. So gather your crew and get ready to serve up a weekend of big-time fun at the Box Elder Event Center. Register your team at the Live. From gatherings to games, think in the box. First Gold Gaming Resort has always been Deadwood's undisputed leader in casino giveaways. With $8,600 in hot seat promo play drawings happening every Friday through Sunday. On Saturday nights, it's the Lucky Sevens giveaway. With $1,000 cash drawings at the top of every hour from 5 till 11 p.m. And on Saturday, January 27th, it's the one and only $18,000 Golden Cash Blast. Get all the contest details at firstgold.com. First Gold Gaming Resort. It's where Deadwood begins and the winning never ends. Building projects can be complex. The risks are great and time is money. Consolidated Construction of Rapid City simplifies the process by being your advocate, guiding you through funding, design, and construction. They manage the players and the schedule and marry the design to your budget so you get the most for your investment. They promise an energizing experience before, during, and after construction. It's not enough that you get a quality building. They pledge you'll experience quality every step of the way. Consolidated Construction. One call to build. Here at Pizza Ranch, we love the unique ways other countries compliment their chefs. In France, they say, magnifique. In Italy, delizioso. And in many parts of the world, it's a compliment to belch. Don't try that at home, kids. But at Pizza Ranch, we keep hearing the same thing over and over again when guests bite into our pizza. Mmm, mmm. Our famous chicken. Mmm, mmm. And all the favorites on our buffet. Mmm, mmm. We're beginning to think you're all trying to tell us something. We'll take that as a compliment. Pizza Ranch. Mm-hmm. At Renewal by Anderson, 2023 has been an incredible year. As we approach the holiday season, they wanted to take a moment to express their heartfelt gratitude. To their valued customers, thank you for choosing Renewal by Anderson to be part of your homes, your stories, and your lives. It's been an honor to help you make your homes more beautiful and comfortable. You've allowed Renewal by Anderson to be a part of your family gatherings, your quiet moments by the window, and your cherished memories. Thank you so very much for letting them serve you. This holiday season, Renewal by Anderson wants to send their warmest wishes to you and your loved ones. May your hearts be filled with joy, your homes with laughter, and your lives with love. Wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. May 2024 bring you health, happiness, and even more wonderful moments. From everyone at Renewal by Anderson, thank you for making 2023 a year to remember, and they look forward to continuing this journey with you. Merry Christmas. Wishing you and your family a Happy New Year from Renewal by Anderson. How many of you are making 5% APY on your free checking account? Yes, your checking account. Head on over to Highmark Credit Union and we'll make it happen. That's 5% on your checking account up to $10,000. Qualifications apply, but it's worth it. Whether you're looking for a high rate of return, cash back, or just basic checking, we'll make it happen. You can even get refunds on ATM withdrawal fees nationwide or a cool debit card featuring the Stevens Raiders or Central Cobblers. Learn more at HighmarkFCU.com or stop by at any of our branches and earn big. Hi, this is Dan Patrick. Remember to catch me weekday mornings from 7 until 10 a.m. right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, back to Rapid City's sports talk show, Nate Brown Show. Nate?
the Nate Brown Show live on Fox Sports Rapid City. Thursday, happy hour with Rob Kegron in studio. Presented by the Skybox, Rapid City Sports Bar right above the firehouse. It's great. Great food, great drinks, great games. The Skybox, your home for the Rush, on the road as well. That's the official Rush headquarters. When the Rush are on the road, the games are on at the Skybox. Hey, heads up here. Rush on the road this weekend. Jackrabbits Montana Sunday. NFL all weekend. They got the Jacks game on Sunday. It's been rocking for Jacks games at the Skybox, so that'll be fun. National Championship coming up on ABC at noon, and it's on at the Skybox. Okay. Um. Okay. One more. One more question on the quarterback situation. So my Broncos, uh, we've determined, are a dumpster fire, according to Rob Kegron, <laughs> and he just loves it because his uh, Giants are an afterthought anyway. But uh, uh, anyway. Okay. Sure, and by the way, sure. your Giants should go after Russell Wilson, is what I'm telling you. But um, we'll we'll save that for another day. I got to get into the Vikings. The Vikings are in a in a spot here where everybody thinks, "What are are they going to move on from Kirk Cousins?" You hear some of the Vikings fans say, "Kirk's it, it's just done. It's just done." I had a Vikings analyst on last night. He's covered every game of Kirk Cousins' career. He tells me, "It's done." And I said, "Well, what are you going to do?" And he said, if, if I'm the Vikings, I draft Michael Penix Jr. We're sitting at number 12 in the draft. I think you could get him. Michael Penix, the hot name after he, you know, threw it all over Texas, and he's been just outstanding all year in Washington. But here's the deal. What's the real answer at quarterback for the Vikings? Kirk Cousins, minor extension. I say minor, meaning could you do two more years? Could you do that? Or do you have to go... Rookie deal quarterback, throw him in right now. What's the answer? In my mind, it's not Kirk Cousins. And I like Kirk Cousins. You and I have generally agreed that Kirk Cousins is an underrated quarterback. And I I think he's done a really good job everywhere he's been. I don't think he's you know, I don't think he's a top five quarterback in the league. I don't think he ever has been. But I think he's, you know, right at that border of top ten quarterback, you know, okay. maybe I'm with you maybe on that. nine, ten, eleven, somewhere right around there. And a lot of people, you know, like to to you know, not give him the credit he absolutely deserves. But I don't know that he's the answer going forward. I think you've had your run with Cousins, and I think you need to kind of reset with the rookie deal. I think you need to be able to surround him with other, a number of other people. The one thing I really love, and I told you this off the air, I, I love Michael Penix. I think he is an absolutely legit NFL quarterback. You watch Washington play. He has three legit receivers on that team that yes. will absolutely play on Sunday, and he throws the ball well to them. Now, if you go put him with Justin Jefferson and Hawkinson and I think and uh, the kid Jordan Addison, yep. I think you have a guy who can step into a system and is set up for success. He has three targets right off the back to throw to. You can have strong offensive line. You can have a strong defense because you're not paying the quarterback. I don't know if they're going to get him at 12, but in my mind, there only is one answer. It's not Cousins. You have to pay him too much money. you got to reset this and still have a chance to win with that offensive core. Okay, so Michael Penix Jr., we're watching him. You watched him. You're thinking, oh, look at this guy. He looks like I mean, an NFL quarterback. He, he's to me. playing Texas. Okay, he's yeah. playing Texas. This isn't the NFL yet. This is Tua. This is Tua. Is who he is. 
He's going to sling it to some really good wide receivers if he's in a really good system. That doesn't mean Kevin O'Connell doesn't fit with him. I think maybe he does. But it's Tua. Not very big. Not really mobile. Kind of mobile in college. And it's Michael Penix Jr. Does he have the wide receivers in Minnesota? He does. So maybe he's good enough. Because Tua in Miami, what did he need? Needed some players. Jalen Waddell. Needed Tyreek Hill. Tua in Miami early on, you're going, I, I don't know. Michael Penix Jr., you throw him right into the uh, mix. Here's what Vikings fans tell me on the text line. They say, still pay Kirk Cousins, but go get Michael Penix Jr. and have him sit. But that's, I think, a perfect world. And you're saying you're spending too much on Kirk still. You're spending way too much. And I, I think we've proven that if you surround a, a rookie quarterback with a good coach, a good system, a few weapons – they can be successful. How about Stroud this year, right? I mean, he has been yeah. excellent. Over expectations. Right? And we can name lots of them over the last 10 years who have stepped in and, you know, maybe they maybe they didn't go on any playoff run, but they've shown you that they have what it takes to play in the NFL. I think with O'Connell, he's proven that he can win for sure with that team, including this year after the debacle that was, you know, losing Cousins. They've played well. I mean, well enough. Obviously, having Nicky yeah. Mullins play quarterback, you, know, you can't expect a whole lot. But he, he's a good quarterback. He has good receivers. I would go with a guy who I think could absolutely step in right away. And if you bring Cousins back, Penix is not playing, and you're spending $30 million, $40 million probably, probably $40 million on Cousins for two or three years. I, I, I think if you're going to draft a guy like Michael Penix, you're going to let him start week one. Okay, so I've asked the question of the day, and I'm tying this in. I'll, uh, we'll get to our picks next. Rob Kegron in studio on the Nate Brown Show. These are two guys that are tied. Justin Fields and Caleb Williams are going to be tied together in Chicago. They're going to have to make a decision. Kirk Cousins, and I put Michael Penix Jr. in there, tied together potentially. Just just um, prognosticating here. Who would you choose if you had to have one of those QBs? Who would you choose? Caleb Williams, number one pick, it looks like. Justin Fields? Kirk Cousins or Michael Penix Jr.? Who would you actually choose, Rob Kegron, out of those four? There's only one right answer. You know it, right? You know the right answer. Caleb Williams, Justin Fields, Kirk Cousins, Michael Penix Jr. Who do you really want in 2024? Just, are you talking about just for one year? Just, that, just, just right now, you're going to throw them in. For one year? Uh, for a contract. I don't, I don't for care. For a contract, I'm going to take Penix because I'm, we're going to draft the guy and we don't have to pay him a whole lot. If you're telling me it's I got Justin one year. It's Justin Fields. No, it's it, not. That's the guy. You're going to have to pay that guy. Justin no, not, Fields. He's not going to kill you. Justin Fields hasn't performed up to what he should, but he can be a guy. It's Justin Fields. How many he's, years is Fields? Guy. How many years is Fields now? How many years? What's three? he been in? Three. Yes. Okay. So he's about up for his rookie. You know, his rookie contract is what about are you to be pay done. It? What are you going to have to pay him? What Forty did, million. What did we just pay Daniel Jones? Yeah, and that's you now guys. You, you want to get me that's all my guys. blood pressure up now, Nate? <laughs> I've got to pay forty million dollars to Daniel Jones because gonna, he had a good season and he, and he beat him? the Vikings in the playoffs. What? What are you going to pay Fields? Forty million dollars? Absolutely. You What's are. your choice? You are. It's the going rate for quarterbacks. Daniel Jones made the playoffs. Justin Fields hasn't even sniffed it. But he's starting to show it. the last six, seven weeks. He's starting to show what what they thought they got him from out of college. Unbelievable! Rob Kegron's given Justin Fields forty million. You a think year. a court, you think a team is not going to give him forty million a year? 
You think that we're going to find three or four teams that are going to I think fall we're going to see. Wait and see. we got to wait and see still on this. we got one more year left, I yeah. think. Yeah, one more this year probably. This is a wait and see thing. And I hope Sean Payton's waiting and ready to roll with uh, Justin Fields. Oh, wait, we don't have any money for that second contract. You don't contract. trust him anyway. We don't have any <laughs> money for a second contract. Okay, let's make our picks. Rob Gagron, Nate Brown Show, picks of the week. South Dakota State, Montana. We'll start there next. Did you miss an interview or great segment on the Nate Brown Show? Just find the Nate Brown Show podcast and listen wherever you download your podcasts. Mark your calendars for the next series of Rush Home Games. January 10th, enjoy a weekday power play versus Fort Wayne. January 12th, it's Nuggets' 16th birthday. Celebrate with $16 tickets and Nuggets' birthday sections and special appearances by his mascot friends. Game presented by Granite Automotive. January 13th, we are thanking our local heroes at First Responders Night, presented by Firehouse Brewing Company and Loyal Plumbing. $17 tickets available at the Rush office for first responders. Rapid City Rush, raised on red. Hi, this is Shane Griffin. I'm part of the Will Dixon Real Estate Team. I know what it's like looking for a new home or your family's first home in the Black Hills. That's why I specialize in helping the first-time homebuyer make their dream of home ownership a reality. I'm also a veteran, and I'm proud to serve military members in the Black Hills. Our team at Will Dixon Real Estate has great relationships with local lenders. Whether you're looking at buying or selling, just Google Shane Griffin Keller Williams. That's Shane Griffin at Keller Williams to take your first step into your new home. I am here with Weston and Tanish Chapman from Black Hills Tire. We're the neighborhood chef for the whole town because we will pick up and deliver anywhere in town. We will do whatever we can to help anybody. It's important to us that somebody can say like, hey, my mom needs something. They need this and I know you'll take care of them. I think that means more to us than anything is when somebody will say like, I need somebody in my family taken care of and I know you guys will take care of them. And that's just because that's community to us. We all help each other out. We can create this community together. Check us out at blackhillstire.com. Collins Siding has been the region's premier window siding door and gutter installation specialist since 1974. They use only the highest quality materials and never compromise on their workmanship. Collins Siding is licensed, bonded, and their estimates always include labor, materials, and applicable permits and taxes. Collins Siding has been providing top quality service and exceeding high standards for over 45 years. And you can find out how by visiting them at 2016 Cherry Avenue. Collins Siding, 2016 Cherry Avenue, Rapid City. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. in studio on a Thursday. Glad to have him here. 2024 first happy hour on the Nate Brown Show. Always fun on Thursdays in the drive at 5 on Fox Sports Rapid City, the Black Hill Sports Station. If you missed some of the show, go to the Nate Brown Show podcast. Every show is in podcast form. Some of the great guests, we had Craig Maddock on from Sioux Falls, Sam Herter from the FCS Championship with Hero Sports, James Merillat uh, for the first time on the show live from Denver, covers the Broncos for Denver Sports. The Nate Brown Show podcast available. We'll put it up after the live show right now. Okay, we got a roll, man. We've been busy this uh, tonight. We got a roll with our NFL picks, and we got a roll with our college pick. Let's do college first. Let's get it. Let's get it going. We've been doing picks all season long. The Nate Brown Show and Happy Hour presented by the Skybox. They will have 
SDSU in Montana. The Jacks against the Grizz Sunday. ABC at the Skybox right above the Firehouse. Noon on Sunday. South Dakota State, 13 and a half point favorites. I was just told by an FCS guy earlier today, it's going to be 42 to 10, South Dakota State. Let's pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. It's Montana. They're not as good as they have been years and years ago, but they're going to play. They're going to compete. South Dakota State covers 13 and a half, but they're going to win by about 20. It's not going to be a crazy, crazy. So South Dakota State covers 13 and a half. I don't see how Montana scores a ton of points in this game. That's why I think this cover absolutely happens. I'm not sure on a score, but I think somewhere around 35-10, something like that. You know, 25 okay. points. Okay. It's kind a, a sizable victory. Montana will not be very competitive because they won't be able to score against the Jackrabbits. Jackrabbits trying to win back-to-back titles. It'll be on at the Skybox. Okay, here we go. Saturday, NFL. Texans, Colts. AFC South. Texans, one-point favorite at the Colts. Give me the Texans. I've been impressed with them. I've been impressed with them. They came out of nowhere. I'm going to go Texans with the one-point victory, even on the road at Indianapolis. I completely agree with you. Stroud has been very, very good. He's back. He's healthy. I think that they will be extremely – and they lost to the Colts at home earlier in the season. I think they will see this as a true great revenge game. I like what I see from Stroud, and I'm, I'll am i take Stroud over Minshew any yes. day. Stroud over Minshew. And it's only a point. Stroud over Minshew. Um, here we go. Eagles-Giants making an appearance on the Nate Brown Show Picks of the Week because the Eagles are still trying to, I guess, do something to the NFC East. Eagles are five-point favorites at the New York Giants. Well, of course they're going to cover that, Rob. The Eagles are going to beat your Giants. The upstart Giants, they think they can mix it up with the Eagles. The Eagles will beat them, and they'll cover the five. The Giants were competitive two weeks ago on Christmas Day against the Eagles. They were competitive and really should have won the game against the Rams last week. The Eagles are going to realize at halftime that the Cowboys are up 31-3 on the Red (laughs) Commanders. I almost said the wrong name. Jeez, Washington. And they'll, they'll sit all the rest of their players for the second half. Giants will cover, and the Giants Whoa. may actually win this game. Oh, yeah. oh my. But they will absolutely cover because they will be competitive, and, and Jalen Hurts won't play in the second half. Giants are still playing hard. Giants are still playing hard. I, I have a little faith in Brian Dable after these last six or seven weeks because they play hard. Okay. Uh, I'll take the Eagles. They're, they're fighting for their lives. Broncos Raiders Sunday afternoon. Sean Payton, King Payton, the expert. Jarrett Stidham. At Las Vegas, Broncos are three-point underdogs. And the Raiders will cover that. I hate to tell everybody. The Raiders at home, they're going to be getting after Jarrett Stidham. They play hard, too, for Antonio Pierce. They're playing kind of for him, I think, that coach for the Raiders. So I'm going to take the Raiders as painful as, as it is to cover three. Absolutely. Completely agree. I I think they've played so hard for Antonio Pierce. I'd love to see him get the job. I don't think he will get the job. You don't? Nope. I think... Come on. uh, That's Mark Davis. He's probably one of the... Him and Tepper are the worst two owners in in sports. (laughs) That's saying something. Uh, I just don't see how they don't play so hard for him at home. I think the Broncos will lose a little energy going on the road in their last game, in a meaningless game. Wits did him in the 
at under center take the three points for sure. Okay, last one is Sunday night. AFC East title up for grabs. It's the game of the week. AFC East battle. Bills at Dolphins. Buffalo's favored by three. It's a trap. Dolphins looked bad last week. Ravens rolled them. Dolphins will stay in this game. Give me the Bills barely. They'll cover the three. Give it to me. I'm, I'm iffy. I'm iffy, too. This game scares me a lot. But I just don't think... I think the Dolphins have lost whatever mojo they've had. You do. Yeah, and, and I think the injuries on the defensive line will be a big problem against Josh Allen. I think Buffalo will find a way to score 30 points in the game, and I think that's going to be enough to win the game. Bills not even essentially in the playoffs right now. But with that win, they win the AFC East. So it's a big one Sunday night. Picks are in. Jackrabbits are on Sunday at the Skybox right above the Firehouse. Thursday happy hour in the books with Rob Kegron. It's Nate Brown. Thanks for listening. The podcast going up right now. See you.